Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Spending some time reconnecting with nature this summer? Here's a camping hack from L.L. Bean to make your next trip the best yet. Tired of your tentmate's flashlights shining in your eyes in camp? Bring an empty half-gallon milk jug or clear water bottle. Simply strap a headlamp around it, and it becomes a soft white lantern for everyone to see the light. For more camping hacks, visit youtube.com slash L.L. Bean. L.L. Bean. Be an outsider. Welcome to the Five Star Joshi Show here on the Fight Game Media Network. I am your host for the second time this week, Scott Edwards, and with me is Anna from Russell Pierce. Anna, how you doing? I'm good. I'm so glad to be back. Finally. I know. I know. You know <laughs> it, it, it's it's been a long time. It's been a long time, and truthfully, along with being, you know, very busy, obviously. We were waiting for a certain match more than anything. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> the last time that I've been here, the entire episode was just us crying about the one match that was supposed to happen and didn't happen. Yeah, exactly. So this feels like a full circle moment. Oh, my. It, it really is. It really is. And, you know, so much has happened this weekend. It just happened to also be historic crossover. So I was like, well, we can talk about that too, obviously. But, you know, <laughs> Everyone should know that you're here for Saya Kamatani versus Kyrie, and everything else was just an added bonus. <laughs> yes, uh, because when they, because for for a time, for a period of time after they canceled the match, they just didn't mention anything more about it. So I just, I, I assume they just forgot about it. They let go of I it. Know. We're not gonna end up having the match, or if the match was gonna happen, it would probably be at Dream Kingdom. So mm-hmm. I was just kind of, yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen now. Like. It's been a long time. They haven't said anything about it. I, I kind yeah. of accepted it, but I was, of course, upset about it because it was my most expected match of the year, and I it got know. taken away from us the first time. Like, it was it really got, painful. It <laughs> got taken away from us, and like you said, them never bringing it up was like, uh-oh, we're never getting this. We are never getting this. And, you know, I, I did have some fear that it, it just wouldn't happen because, you know, Kyrie was going for the IWGP, and I was like, oh, this... We we missed our chance. We missed our chance, but thankfully we got it. And I also thought the same thing. I thought Dream Queendom or not at all. Um, mm-hmm. But, of course, we got a just this big match, if not bigger, for Dream Queendom, which we'll talk about later. Um, but overall, you know, I'll, I was going to ask how did you feel about Gold Rush, but I guess how would you feel about Stardom's weekend as a whole? Was, you know, probably their biggest weekend of the year somehow. Yes, uh, it was an, an amazing weekend. With certain pay-per-views, you can always count on the match quality. So, yeah. you know, I was already expecting amazing matches. And, of course, they delivered, they over-delivered. They went, like, above and beyond expectations, like always. Yeah. And it was really nice to see them in the contest of also the crossover and interacting mm-hmm. with new people, with male wrestlers and everything. And I think, I mean, we're going to get there. But uh, Gorosh, what really surprised me was the TLC match 
the most yes. because for the singles matches we, we already expect like the normal matches to be good but when they yeah. do a stipulation it can be like a cosmic rules match or it can be like oh. <laughs> you know it, it really goes a lot of ways yeah. and also they're, they're gonna have a shampoo match in the next uh, stardom and showcase so i i don't know what stipulations in stardom is a really complicated relationship oh, yeah. so i didn't yeah. know what to expect but i was I was kind of excited for it, and it ended up being like one of my favorite matches of the show. Was yeah of the weekend in general, I think. So yeah, yeah. yeah. It's funny that you bring that up because I completely forgot the TLC match happened. Because <laughs> I loved it, I loved it. But like, as I was saying to you before the show started, we had this pay per view, we had full gear, we mm-hmm. had historic crossover. It was just so much. Add in, you know, that Kenny Omega is going back to New Japan and Kenny Omega, you know, the elite came back on AEW. And yeah. There's just been so much. There's just been so much, like, as big news stories as possible. So it's like, mm-hmm. all right, let me let me process all this. But that's why we're here. That's why we're here to review Gold Rush, because someone's got to remember this show. And I think a lot of people <laughs> should, because truthfully, I thought it was one of their best shows of the year. But they have, yes. I think every show that they have is one of their best shows to hear pretty much at this point. Honestly, yeah, I feel like with Stardom, because uh, in the Wrestle Purists podcast, the Divas podcast, we have like yep. two Sundays of the month. Go watch, subscribe, everything. Uh, I was like talking about Stardom. I did a little Stardom introduction for people mm-hmm. who don't don't really know stardom and one of the questions yeah doing the lord's work and i was getting like (laughs) questions from the chat and one of the questions like what is the stardom match of the year my brain just fully stopped working because i cannot (laughs) i can't think like oh my brain just like got overload it was just a lot of matches started coming to mind and i couldn't even i couldn't even process because there's so many matches that i think are like match of the year candidates for stardom I can't mm-hmm. even decide a top 10 right now. It's insane. And in every single show, another like one or two matches get added to the list. Yeah. So it's, it, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's been really, really complicated to decide what it was the show of the year, what were the matches of the year, the wrestlers of the year, because it's been nonstop greatness from stardom. Well, that's the funny thing, you know, cause I'm trying to, I try to get awards and like lists together for the end of the year. And it's like, well, Stardom Dream Queendom's like the last days of the year, so like I have to wait. It doesn't matter until then, right? Because like that's last year that was the show of the year. It had you know two incredible matches, uh, three incredible matches at least. You know we had Julia and Konami, you had Sai and Tam obviously, and then you had Shuri and mm-hmm. Utami. And I like, and now we have Julia and Shuri guaranteed. And we have more, which we'll talk about. And it's like, I can't, I, I can't make a list. I, I don't even think I can make a list to begin with, with stardom this year. Um, they, they just had an incredible year, but that's funny. You know what you should have said? You should have just said Saya Kamitani. That was the match of the year. There <laughs> I, I basically did. I, I said like Saya Kamitani has been like the, one of the best, if not the best champion of the entire yeah. year. Don't, no matter any company, gender, like it doesn't matter for me. Like all, all her matches have delivered and over delivered. Like yeah. she, is having one of the best white belt title reigns ever. She's mm-hmm. really up there to get, like, I feel like a couple of more great matches. She can be, yeah. like, number one in the least. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I just talked I, about I just, that. Yeah, it, I saw it, your tweet. It really got me thinking. <laughs> but it, I feel like she's really close. She She's probably, if so, she's probably one or two defenses away, truthfully, from being mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, I think it's undeniable now. Uh, especially because of how popular stardom is too now it's like 
every match pretty much has to be a banger and every match is a banger um mm-hmm. at the very least as you know i think that's what seamus says the banger after it's actually okay. Shayakawatani's <laughs> thing it's not seamus's yep. thing uh but let's get in let's get into the show it was a big card i think it was nine matches yes nine matches mm-hmm. uh i mean the first match obviously doesn't matter I'm not going to be hurtful here, but uh, <laughs> Natsuko Tora and Raka defeated Lady C and Miyu Amasaki as well as the team of Saeeda and Momokogo. This is the pre-show match that I think like most people miss <laughs> majority of yeah. the time because it's like <laughs> it's maybe five minutes in that like 30 minute buffer before the show starts. Um, mm-hmm. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's I mean, my, it was that's nice. My for me, it's like it's nice to be in that quarter back again, and that's it yeah. for me. Like I'm just. <laughs> oh, I know how much cool of a Lady match. C fan you are. So, uh, <laughs> the Brit Baker of Starnum, as I like to call him. <laughs> oh, that's well. I always, I always make a joke. It's like you see Queen's Quest come out, and that's like, oh, there's Lady C too. It's it's not her fault. It's just like, come on. (laughs) It's three of the best in the world, and Lady C is just there. It's just they set her up so bad, you know. (laughs) Oh, it's it's just such a tough vibe. It's such a tough vibe for her. But we'll get complicated. (laughs) It's complicated, but we'll we'll get to the start of the show here because I feel like this is uh, the part that matters the most. Uh, So we had Azumi defending the high speed championship against Moko Hanazono. Uh, You know. If anyone's watched um, what are the shows? New Blood, you know Momoka. Um, but I, I do think that people didn't ever really know who Momoka was until this match. She's more than just the girl that blows bubbles with her wand thingy. She's very talented, <laughs> very vicious in a lot of ways. Um, and I thought she brought it here. I thought this was a perfect way to start the pay-per-view. And it kind of shocks me that we don't start shows with high-speed title matches more nowadays because it's like mm-hmm. how else like name a better match type to get you into a pay-per-view you can't it's just like it's perfect and i thought this was the perfect way to do it Azumi, you know going out of her mind as she does and it was just a great high-speed title match yeah it, it was really good for me like uh Azumi's title reign has been like the same as saya and sure is just banger after banger after banger but in a different way <laughs> Yeah. You know, because I feel like with high-speed matches, you can be more creative in a mm-hmm. lot of ways. More like, uh, this reminded me a little bit of the May Suruga match because it was like yes. really comedic at times, you know. Mm-hmm. They really like lean into the comedic side of the match, but also keeping like showing that they're both really talented in the ring. So it was a really good match and high-speed matches really like get you going. It was, oh. it was really fun. I didn't, I didn't know like, uh, sorry, Mamoka. I forgot her name. Momoka. Momoka, I was gonna okay. say, I almost, I almost say Momokogo. I was like, no, that's not her name. I know <laughs> it's really close. Uh, Momokogo, is, yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I, I didn't really like know a lot about her before. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen her new blood once or twice, but never really caught my attention. Yeah. So, I was really, I was kind of surprised when they announced the match. I was like, I was interested, of course, yeah. because I know like Azumi is able to turn it out like with everyone. So I, I really liked it. I think it was a good introduction yeah. for her because I feel like a lot of people didn't know her that much as well. So yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they seem to tease that there'll be more from these two in the future. Um, they also, you know, threw out their tweets. They kind of brought Mace Ruga into the conversation as well. So mm-hmm. I was wondering if they maybe will do that as a triple threat for Dream oh. Queendom, maybe, which, you know, 
Just that, yes. That'd yes. be insane. Still, I still defend. I know, like, uh, Azumi versus Starlight Kid was like the match and all that. I, but I I'm still, I agreement. still, I still defend that the Mesuruga match was Azumi's best match this year. It, <laughs> like in the title, it's range. phenomenal. It's definitely <laughs> yes. in the title reign. I, you know, I yeah. love that Starlight Kid match. Like, it's one of my favorite matches of the entire year. But I have yeah. the Mesuruga one right there too. It's like yeah. because they're so different right like the starlight kid one you have the whole rivalry and you know these two are going to be rivals forever but you bring in may saruga and they they just were so creative and they had so much fun and you know we, on this show we love may saruga and anyone that doesn't love may saruga is wrong um as exactly. i like to say but yeah i hope i hope that they go with the triple threat like they're teasing because that'll be a lot of fun between those three how creative they can get um and you know we need we need a challenger for azumi because there is no clear challenger for that show um which you know i've been trying to guess this whole time but i i honestly have no clue um and i guess that's the good part about stardom you don't really you're not really able to predict most things um like i thought you know i thought Kyrie was winning this match and we, yes, I, I think but the thing with yeah with Azumi like uh, her title ring, what you said about the challenger, I feel like that's the case for a lot of titles right now mm -hmm. because we know like Shuri has Julia for Saya, we don't know anymore. I, for like uh, yeah, for Tom and Natsupoi, we're gonna find out because of the tag league. But for the the artist titles, yeah. we're also like not sure, you know. So. And for the future title as well, like we don't know who's right. gonna be the, who are gonna be the challengers. So I'm I'm excited for that. I'm nervous. I'm excited, but I trust Rossi Ogawa more than anything. So yes, I do too. Even though he had me challenging him the ne next day, but you know, yeah. it's okay. It's okay. That was that was. <laughs> it wasn't only his decision. I get no, it. No, so I know. Like... I know. <laughs> uh, I can still be upset. Uh so yes, <laughs> we got to the Money Ball Scramble Tournament. Um, Julia, Tekla, and Mai Sakurai, not so shockingly, beat Natsupoi, Tam Nakano, and Waka Tsukiyama. You know, <laughs> poor Waka. Well, yeah, Waka is like, yeah. No, because like Waka is one of the wrestlers that when she's in the match, you just know like the team is losing yeah. because she's yeah. just there to get pinned. Yeah. <laughs> she's never won before. So it's like, well, <laughs> she's not going to win now, especially in this <laughs> random trios match. Um, I thought, you know, all things considered, you know, the predictability of it. Um, they they had good work, of course, because, you know, you have Julia and Tam in there. So, you know, kind of guaranteeing fun between those two, but also the Natsupoi. I thought Natsupoi and Tekla did some really good work in yes. here as well. Mm -hmm. They were my, really my favorite part. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, their chemistry in the match was, like, one of my favorite parts of the match. Just yeah. because they're both really high speed and they're both like really creative with their movesets. So yeah. when they were having their moments together, it was really invested. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Natsupoi has had, well, she's obviously had a you know breakout year from going from DDM to Cosmic Angels. But at the same time, people forget her match with Saya Kamatani that was like absolutely incredible this year mm -hmm. that's one of the yes. best matches of the year too see this is yes. see, this is why i can imagine your your brain uh short-circuited when you go or ask that question because every time i start talking about these people i'm like well there was that one and there was that one you know yeah. it's just been incredible no, it was already it was already like super hard to decide before the grand prix and then we had the grand prix and in the grand prix oh. like alone we had like 20 matches that could be mentioned here <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Grand Prix shattered it 
like the Grand Prix shattered my brain, shattered how wrestling works. I was like, wrestling isn't allowed to be this good every single day, but it is for them. It was insane. Like uh, the Grand Prix is a whole other conversation, but like I know, but yeah. even in the house shows, I was like so used to house shows being the, you know, kind of like so-so house matches shows. and it's good uh, they uh, got good matches for stardom but like not amazing matches but they were delivering amazing matches at the house show so it just got really complicated yeah as i like to say the the, the g1 would never be that good never. um nowadays but uh so yeah the ddm moved on and then the next match uh stars mayutani koguma and hazuki beat the god's eye team of tomoki inaba mirai and ami Saray. which you know this was a little more of a toss-up because mirai was the one that was like hey let's do a money tournament so i was like mm-hmm. all right i mean proposing it kind of gives me a little thought you might win but i was like well you can't beat this stars trio you just you can't yeah. do it uh this is the stars trio um I thought the match was really good. I thought it was better than the one previously because, you know, you didn't have my Sakurai walk in there. So <laughs> there's there's a little... Yeah, like six good wrestlers. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And I think the God's Eye trio, you know, this is, their, this is Inaba's first time working in stardom or in God's Eye without Shuri. And I thought that was mm-hmm. really interesting to see how she meshed with them, uh, with Ami and Mariah, and I thought she meshed in really well, which is exciting because, you know, yes. I think we were all pretty prepared for her to come in full time eventually. Um, just mm-hmm. a matter of when, aka when she drops that big belt that she carries for, in JTO. Um, but I thought this was really good for a undercard trios match that, you know, didn't have many stakes. Well, it did have stakes, but you know what I mean. Yeah, for, uh, I feel like trios matches in stardom always deliver. Yeah. Uh, there, it's never you never watch a trios match a starting trios match and you're like yeah that was okay no it's always like okay that was good you know yeah. that was good that was really good and i i for this for me actually i was more like certain and on who was gonna win this match and in the sure. previous one because i saw like mayu and i was like okay they're not gonna have mayu lose uh right. the day before she has because they want like still to create some doubt about it mm-hmm. so i just know yeah they're not gonna have mayu lose that's a good point. So that was That's like, yeah, this was the one thing that I had in mind for the whole tournament. I kind of just knew, okay, Mayu is going to win like the whole thing. Stars are going to win the whole thing. But still, it was a fun match to watch. It was. It was. Yeah, the, the doubt there was more like, well, I mean, Mariah did say it. But, like, why would they have them win? Like, <laughs> those three don't – the God's Eye trio don't scream ladder match participants. If yes. <laughs> right? So it's like, you know, that would be kind of weird. Um the next match was a Goddess of Stardom Tag League match as Momo Watanabe and Starlight Kid defeated Saki Kashima and Fukigen Death. Away to tie versus away to tie. You know, so mm-hmm. for some people, uh, they may not like this at all because, you know, I, some people don't like away to tie, and I'm just like, why? I love, why? I love all of them. I like, who doesn't Momo, like away to tie? I need names. <laughs> who are those people? <laughs> I can't give them out because there's way too many. But I think, one, I think Momo and Starlight Kid have been the best tag team in stardom this year. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. I know FWC was fantastic. I know Meltier's great, or currently great. Um, but these two have just, whether it's a trios match, whether it's a tag team match, they are always one of the best matches on the card. Now, this show, I didn't really expect that, right? Because we're going against Saki Kashima and Fukuyama Depth, but it was a lot of fun. 
right? You had a, a way to tie versus a way to tie. Who's going to out cheat the other? That's the that's the fun yes. of it. And I thought, and I thought it was a blast of a time. And thankfully, Black Desire finally got a win because you know they were slacking there for a while, which you know was devastating for me and my uh, my image here trying to talk them up. And they, they couldn't get a win, but I thought the, I thought this was fun. Yes, I, I really liked it. I, I like when we have matches like within the same faction because it's mm -hmm. always an interesting dynamic to watch. Yeah. And like Oedos High being the heel faction is even more interesting because like you said, like who's gonna out cheat the other? Like you can mm -hmm. see the dynamic within themselves. And of course, moments are like they never miss. No. Never ever miss. I, I just, yes, I love them. For me, I still, for tag team of the year and stardom is also so hard for me because so I just, I just, Yes, I remember the FWC matches, and they had so many amazing matches mm -hmm. that I can't like really decide. But like Black Desire is just two of the best of Stardom yeah. together, yeah. and they, their chemistry is amazing. Their moves are amazing, and and then you have Meltier, the, the, Meltier. They're just like just formed, but it seems like they've been together forever. Mm -hmm. It feels like they should have been together forever, you know? I know. Like everything is perfect from the entrance, the like the vibe, yeah. everything, the moves. Yeah. So it's really hard for me to decide, but the match was was really fun. You can never <laughs> yeah. miss when Momo and Starlight Kid. NFL Sunday ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away. Specifically, the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, that's the funny thing. I talked to uh, on, you know, I did an exclusive like historic crossover review of like all the New Japan matches and stuff too with Chris Sampson. He said to me, he was like, "How is Natsupoi not a cosmic angel? <laughs> she, because she is the cosmic angel." And I was like, I, "Yes, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> like it, it's incredible how she joined that group." But I was like, "Wait a minute, she's the best one of them. Like in terms of like yeah. fit, if that makes sense." Um, that might anger some people. I know, you know, Mina and Unagi, you know, they have their they have their followers. And I love Mina and Unagi, but there's something about Natsupoi. It's like, this is the mm -hmm. perfect fit. It is the perfect yes. fit. But, um, yeah, this was really good. And the, you know why I give Black Desire the edge? It's because they have the trio's artist matches. It's kind of like, mm -hmm. they, you know what they have? They have the Young Bucks treatment where it's like, you know what? They can also go team with Kenny and have even more great matches right even if they're not in the tag team title picture it's like well they can just you know bring saki kashima along and it's like hey. yeah saki kashima the kenny omega yeah, so cool. yeah. hey. so, you know it's funny because saki kashima has been fantastic in those artist matches as yes. well but i'm not She's saying saki's kenny i just want to point that out i don't want to you know if there's anyone that's kenny uh well i'm not going to have that conversation you know what there's a lot of great wrestlers that, yes Yes, it's definitely <laughs> the best belt machine, uh, yes. Mayu Iwatani. Sounds about right to me. Uh, 
The next ta- <laughs> the, the next tag league match was Micah and Hameka defeating Nanai Takahashi and you. Mm-hmm. I thought this match kicked ass. Like I thought this exceeded any expectation I had. I knew I knew it was gonna in the wise words of uh, I don't know. I don't know who's ever said this, but it thumped. Like the, the you know, you have four powerhouses that just hit mm-hmm. each other really freaking hard for eleven minutes or so, and it was uh no, I think they went almost the time limit actually, so it was around fourteen. It was almost fifteen, yeah. Yeah, and the best part was that there was a clear winner. Mahime won, you know, because with Nanai and you, I honestly never know if they're ever going to lose. So getting to say Mahime get a win like this and such a big win mm-hmm. was nice on the card because, you know, Hameka and Micah, despite having big matches this year, have uh, gone a little too used to losing big matches. So this was this is nice for them yeah. to win a big Every single time that Nanai has a match in stardom, I just want to like rub it in the face of everyone who was against her going back to stardom. Because mm-hmm. she is She's killing killer. it. People were so annoying when she had the match against Shuri. Like, no, yeah. why is she coming back? That why is she having this too. match? It was a great match. Yes, it was. And now like every single match that she has has been amazing. So mm. I'm just, yes, I, I'm just really happy to have her back in stardom. And I, I was really happy to see Mike and Himeka win as well. Because yeah. even though they've been losing a lot, there's still another tag team that when I think about the best tag teams of the year, they're still up there. They're always up there, you mm-hmm. know? They're just phenomenal together. They're also like a tag team that were born to be together. Yes. I think so, I think they're yeah. winning tag league. So I think Ooh, they'll they'll think face. So? I have okay. I have like my prediction. I think it's gonna. Oh no! Oh no! You thought it was that? Wait. Was it, oh. Yeah, but then I remember the Kyrie Temi yeah. match. Fuck. So yeah. I really thought. I, I was thought like, it was them gonna, too. Mm, but yeah, Mafia right. Bella. We know it's not gonna be, but I mean. Well, I said Mahime at the beginning, and then they did the Kyrie Saya match. And I was like, well, if Saya loses, they could always have Utami and Saya face Meltier. Mm-hmm. And then she, and you know, then they went to a draw. And then Utami got the match with Kyrie. I was like, well, that's not happening. Yeah, well, I, it's, I don't know why in my mind, I, I simply like, I accepted that was my booking. Because that was like my booking. <laughs> it was just, yeah, as is winning. Yeah, Rossi but should be I, listening yeah. to you. You know, just have them but go like, twice. They'll wrestle twice on yes. each other. <laughs> Double side Kamatani. I, I feel like maybe we're going to have, like, someone wrestling. Maybe not, I don't know if they're going to wrestle twice, but I have my prediction. We're going to talk a little bit later about the Dream Queen prediction, I guess, mm-hmm. like who we think are going to challenge for the titles. But I have someone yeah. in mind that I think maybe, you know, go okay. against Saya. All right. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> There's, like, ten people that could. But at the same time, it's like, who the hell? I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, this is guesses. We're really just guessing at this point. That's the fun of it. And I thought there was, I thought someone would have challenged at the end of her title match. That's mm-hmm. why I was shocked that we're sitting here without a clear challenger because we have a month. I don't know how. Yeah, and I don't know how they're they're gonna pull it out. They don't have like another pay per view in between, right? They do. Right? They, they, have, do? Uh, okay. they have the tag league final, which is a weird place to uh, lay down a world yeah. wonder startup title challenge. But I think it will be a pay per view. What what if it's like a uh, start on showcase during the shampoo match? They just you know <laughs> someone cuts off Kasaya's hair and that's your match. <laughs> <laughs> who's uh? I don't even know who's in that match with her besides Lady. I C. think him Himeka's in the match as well. No, well, I don't reason. want another Himeka title match. 
Sorry, yeah. sorry yeah. to make a fan. But it was a good match. But it yeah. was. Yeah. It was not Kyrie though. But now thinking about the tag teams, uh, maybe my teammates probably probably gonna win, and it's gonna be an amazing match because it's gonna be like oh, yeah. the two like small ones against the two like powerhouses, uh, and like high speed against powerhouses is always like a fun combination. Yeah, and that's the place probably gonna also, throw them, and it's gonna be great. Yeah, and it's always also that there there's a story because Natsupoish had to face Julia and like deal with that, but yep. she still having like had the match against her mm. former tag partners yeah. as well. Right, so, and I always find it funny with those matches. It's like, oh, and Tam's just there, you know, she's chilling. She's just gonna, <laughs> she's just gonna be on the emotional support for Natsupoy after she gets <laughs> beat down by her old group, um, which is always entertaining, unfortunately. But Natsupoy is one of my favorites, so it's okay. But let's yeah. get to the big title match here. We're already at it. Saya Kamatani versus Kyrie. It was months in the making, really almost a year because. You know, we started to get those teases of someone coming to stardom, right? Remember, you know, Saya walks mm-hmm. in to Rossi Ogawa's room and she's like oh, shocked at the person in the hat. And that's when everyone started, you know, with the with the rumors. It's like, it's Kyrie, it's Kyrie, it's a Kyrie. Some people said Tony Storm. I was like, it's not Tony Storm. No. Um, <laughs> you know, Tony Storm went in and saved the AEW women's division instead. They, you know. Bless her. Saved us from free. Um, (laughs) The best she could. And it was like, it has to be Kyrie. And then, of course, it was revealed as Kyrie at that special press conference they did. Um, And it felt like this was the match. This was the match we're working to. And then we finally got it announced, right? Kyrie, you know, comes out, challenges Saya. Oh, I'm going to, you know, make you prove why, or I'm going to prove why you're not a great wonder stardom champion, which, you know, those are fighting words in this, in mm-hmm. this world today, you know, trying to tell Sia she's not a great champion. <laughs> and of course the week of heartbreak COVID happens to Kyrie, the match. That ended. was, yes. And I just remember being like, why, like why this hard. match? Why did it have to be this match? Like all year we're fine. <laughs> and this match is the one that's taken away from us. Um, that was painful. <laughs> it was, you know, Hameka did her best to fill in, but there was just like such a emptiness after that show. Cause it's like, ah, mm-hmm. we're supposed to have, you know, what, maybe the biggest match of the year. So then, you know, mm-hmm. Sia lays down the challenge after beating, Oh my God, who she beat? Mina. Yes. After she beat Mina and, then we finally, we finally were here. We were finally here. And right off the rip, Kyrie going full Kabuki Warrior. I was not ready for that. I was like, whoa, yeah. she, she knows <laughs> that she's the bad guy here, which is crazy because, you know, you're Kyrie. But I thought the match was fantastic. You, you know, going to a 30 minute draw is very difficult for any wrestler, mm-hmm. but they, they packed in that 30 minutes. I thought this was the best Kyrie match up until this point that she's had since coming back by a f- big margin. And, you know, working with Saya Kamatani doesn't hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, this match. What can I say about this match? I, I, I don't have words. <laughs> I was just so happy. <laughs> I was so excited, so happy. And I know a lot of people got a little bit uh, weirded out about the booking, about the draw, but I love the draw. I thought it was smart. Yeah, I thought it was really, really smart because, like, you you find a way after the draw. I began to think, oh, maybe 
like they're gonna have the match with Dream Queen or the rematch because Kyrie did pick up the microphone and say like she wants a rematch without a time limit. So I, I still want to see when they're gonna do that. I'm still interesting to see when they're gonna do that because I know they can do even more. Yeah. Like I just know they can do even more. And saying that it's insane because this, this match was already <laughs> absolutely yeah. incredible. And like you say, like Kari accepting that she was the heel was really was, was a really nice dynamic to watch because Saya is the ultimate baby face from the starting roster. I don't think there's like anyone who's a bigger baby face than her right now. She's just such a natural baby face. Like she makes everyone like care for her she, in, in every single one of her matches. She's always like, even if she, her being the champion, she's always like the underdog for us yeah. somehow. I don't know how that works. <laughs> it's true. No, but, you're definitely right. Yeah, and I love that. I love that she just has like the natural baby face yeah. energy. So it was nice to see Kyrie embracing that, you know. And right. the match is just amazing. When the time limit hits and like you just hear like the bell, you just ah, I couldn't oh, believe. Yeah. I was I was in ecstasy. I, that match is just everything that I was expecting and more. I knew they were gonna go crazy. It was gonna be amazing. It was gonna be one of my, my favorite matches of the year, mm-hmm. and definitely met all my expectations. So yeah, their chemistry is also impossible, right? Like the expectations that got doubled because the match got postponed, right? Mm -hmm. It's like they were set up to fail almost in a lot of ways. Cause it's like, if you don't live up to this highest thought process, Mm -hmm. like how I think you can do, it's like, then I'll be upset. And I, I never doubt, I never doubt these two right it's like no. we got Kyrie, who's mm-hmm. one of the best all time we have saya who's if she's not your best in the world then guess what she's top three all right like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not that's the rest of the year yeah exactly like she has done so much with that wonder star title and this match it was just it was it was perfect in what a 30 minute draw could be perfect and the only draw that I've seen better than this in the past couple of years is the Utami Shuri draw. And that's cheating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. I consider that cheating because, like, that was that match, you know, was the one that blasted stardom off into mega popularity, right? But mm-hmm. this was, you know, this didn't get the extra time either. We got to remember yes. that. Like, that match got extra time, which I think helped make that perfect. This didn't get that. Mm-hmm. But I thought they absolutely killed it here. My only critique, and this is because this is what I do, is that I wish one of them hit their finisher at the end. Like, oh, as yes. the bell was going mm-hmm. off. I think that would have been the perfect elevation. Like, if she hit the insane elbow or, you know, it was, or Sai hit the Phoenix Splash, like, that would have been a perfect end at the buzzer and just be like, oh, yes. she was that close. They were that close. Uh. Um, yeah, I love when they do that, but I feel like they want to keep like the mystery. Like, oh, if maybe one do. of them hit the finisher, like it would have, like, would the match yeah. be different? You know, That's but true. it was just amazing to see Kyrie wrestling. Like, she didn't have a main a main event title match the next day when she did like the, the insane elbow on the chairs, like outside the ring. I, what mm-hmm. was the woman thinking? Like, <laughs> when she was doing that, like, did someone want to tell her? Like, does someone want to tell her what she's doing tomorrow? Anyone? No. All right. Cool. Like. <laughs> She's never done like the big chair stuff ever. I never have seen her do that. And she's like, today I'm doing. <laughs> and they were so creative. Thank you for bringing that yes. up. Like, mm-hmm. the, Kyrie was so good at being the heel in this match. 
you know, no one's going to boo Kyrie, but you need a heel and a baby face in any match to make them great, I think. And she worked that so well. It's like, yeah, I'm just going to beat you up. I'm going to kind of bully you around this arena and you're going to have to survive. And that's something we've really seen her do so many times already too like yeah you know she th- that's the sayakamatani thing she's gonna like you said she's somehow still the underdog in the majority of her matches but she always fights back and i think that's why her matches are so great um you know this this can be the sayakamatani praise show that's kind of what that's yes. why you're here after <laughs> all um but like just thinking back to all her, her challenges like the one with mirai i thought was a real sign of that uh because Man, Mariah brought it to Saya. Um, mm-hmm. oh, Starlight Kid as well. Starlight Kid, that yeah, that one was very much uh, mm-hmm. Saya as the underdog because that was when Starlight Kid debuted her uh, leg breaker, and that you know she was really attacking the leg. Mina even the Mina match, like <laughs> Mina went in there with a game plan, destroyed the leg. That's the best Mina match I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, no, by far. And the thing with, with the thing with Saya that I feel like it makes her the wrestler of the year and it makes her one of the best champions. It's not like she's not only a dominant champion. She's of course dominant because she's beating everyone, mm-hmm. but at the same time she can she always makes her opponents look so good. Mm-hmm. And she always gives you that doubt. Like I knew Mina wasn't winning the white belt. But right. I, f- I felt like the, the little doubt in the middle of the match. Yeah. Like yeah. she just makes you go against all logic. And just start like wondering what is gonna happen, and I feel like that's amazing for you to be a good champion and for you to be like a, one of the greatest wrestlers. You just have mm-hmm. to know how to make your opponents look good as well. Yeah. It's not only knowing how to make make good moves and be amazing in the ring. You also have to think about the other person because that's what makes the match even more amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, and I that's why when I say like Saya for me is a wrestler of the year, and for me she's been having a better year even than like Shuri, is because yeah. of that. Because in a lot of Shuri matches, you're just like, yeah, Shuri's going to win. And you're like, you watch the whole match, yes, like, okay, this true. is an amazing match, but, like, Shuri's winning. Yeah. And with Saya, she always gives, like, so many feelings and emotions. You just mm-hmm. go through a, a, a whole ro- roller coaster with her, and every single match is different from the other. Yeah. She always, like, adapts to her opponent really well. So I just, yeah, Saya Kamitani praise podcast. Like, the, she's yeah. the best. She's my absolute favorite. Yeah, like, don't have any words for her she you know, keeps on impressing me yeah like, that's true <laughs> it, you you make a great point because you know ever since the mirai match i've thought she's had a shot to lose ever since mm-hmm. then and now we're sitting here in november heading into december you know and she's about to have a year-long reign um and that, that's a credit to her that's a credit to also the booking of her opponents too right and she's made them all grow. Like Mariah left her match better than she was before. Natsupoi mm-hmm. left the match better than she was before. I think that's I think that's the match that elevated Natsupoi to where she is now in a lot of ways. It's like, oh, she yes. might be a she's gonna be a future wonder champion. Starlight Kid walked out better than she was before. I am still shocked Starlight Kid didn't win, honestly. I really did think that was gonna be the one. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, it wasn't yet, yet, yet key keyword <laughs> um who else did she face i really want her to face momo because of the record oh i yes. think that is a must if she gets past dream queendom of course yeah that's what i'm thinking like uh maybe the dream queendom match maybe i feel like there's two options in my head that i feel like would be amazing options maybe yeah. starlight kid 
and then mm-hmm. she loses the belt to Starlight because I still feel like they have a unsolved story together. Like, it's not, mm-hmm. it's not done. It's not right. done, you know. So I still feel like Starlight Kid could get the title from Saya, or maybe she goes against Momo for the record. Because if she has a, a match at the Tag League final, she just has like a filler match. The match at Dream Kingdom is gonna be like the match for the record. She's gonna yep. like beat. Uh, she's gonna be in the same level as Momo. She's gonna be at thirteen yeah. defenses. Yeah. So that's like what I'm thinking about. Maybe for Dream Queendom, but for both of the matches that I uh, I have in mind, they're both champions. They both like have to have their own match for the mm-hmm. Truth title. So that's why I'm kind of not sure or confused. Yeah. Maybe they wrestle twice. Like maybe they they don't have the match for the Trios title. Yeah, they don't have like could, a random tag match for the that. other two. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't know how they're gonna do it, but I feel like either Momo or Starlight Kid are the best options for Saya at Dream Queendom personally. I do too. Um, I've also said Mariah is the third option. I think. I think it's very clear that Mariah has not lost her steam in their eyes. Right? She, you know, she walks through the stardom Rambo. And I know the Rambo doesn't matter that much, but you know, she went from one and one. Right? It's like so. Looking at last year's Stardom Dream Queen, there wasn't. Oh, there wasn't our star title match, but there wasn't a tag title match. So you can easily make that switch, right? No artist match yeah. and instead have a, which we will have a, the artist of stardom tag title match. So, you know, I don't think your idea is at all crazy. Cause I think, I think a lot of people agree that Starlight kid, probably the one that takes the belt off of her. If it's not her, it's Mirai. I, I think it has to be Starlight kid. I think she's so, overly ready if that makes sense like mm-hmm. i know yes. she's like 20 years 21 years old so it's like all right how like she has time but it's like i don't know you don't want to you don't want to hold her back too long right it's like she mm-hmm. she's very ready um so yeah i think your your idea is definitely on point there because of what they did last year they're they're fine not having a, all the titles defended yeah, and I was thinking, like, maybe because I still want to see Saya, like, beat Momo's record. And I feel like if there's anyone to do that, it's Saya. And it's now, like, Russ, like, he loves her. It's obvious. Yeah, right. Like, she's the, the champion right now, you know. So I feel like it would be amazing if at Dream Kingdom, she, she like, gets equal to Momo's record. And maybe then she had, like, another match in uh, another pay-per-view. And she holds a title until World Climax. And at mm-hmm. World Climax, she loses to Starlight Kid. Yeah. That I, would be, I like, my favorite perfect. booking. Maybe, like, night one, she has a match against Kyrie. Like, I don't know, because she's still... Or maybe, like, she loses the white belt, and then she has the match against Kyrie without the time mm-hmm. limit for the IWGP. Yeah. also can do that, too. so... Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <sighs> hmm. I think it would be smart for Sai to keep the belt past Dream Queendom. Because yes, you don't want to switch both belts again on the very same night again not that it's like a Mm -hmm. big deal if they do it good for them um risky stuff but i don't know i feel like saya has earned herself a longer reign than just the all right we got to 365 let's end it um Mm -hmm. and that also if that's a possibility i think momo suzu suzuki is a big one that i'm still waiting for you know suzu suzuki beat saya did the title thing and hasn't been seen since, which yeah, destroys me inside. She is on uh mm-hmm. Starman Showcase, so you know, they're gonna be in the same building. Just saying. There's a little hope there. Yeah. Um, but I I I definitely hope a Momo 
defense is in there. If she's if she does go on to break the record, mm-hmm. it would be wrong otherwise. You know, just to like skip that obvious story point, and they would have an amazing match, obviously. No. So no, yeah. now I'm thinking because uh, she probably won't have a title defense in Children Kingdom. So maybe yeah. they do they do Suzu Suzuki. She retains at Dream Kingdom, and then the next match in the first pay per view of the year, she has the match against Momo, mm. and she it, it like gets in the same mm. like uh, same defenses, yeah. and then she has the World Climax Starlight Kid, and loses the belt. I think that would be like the best booking. But the thing is, I had I have had so many best bookings because for me in my mind it was like, okay, of course it's gonna be Kyrie at Dream Kingdom. So I know that's what I they thought keep, too. Yeah, they keep like switching like, yeah. and you never know. That's like one one of the things that I love about Stardom. You never know what besides like the really obvious, like Julia taking the title off Shuri. Like sure. you never really know like uh, what ways they're going with a lot mm-hmm. of things, and it's always a good way. Like you always end oh, up yeah. satisfied. I guess so. The yeah. unpredictability in this company, yes. and when and, and here's here's when they do get predictable, it's the right choice, right? Like yes. With with Julia winning the five star, I was like, well, the, no one else should win the five star. Um, yes. Julia probably beating Sherry. Well, no one else should be beating <laughs> Sherry. It's like, it's those things. It's, just, it's like that's what you're supposed to do. That's called good booking. Tony Khan, take a take a rain yes. check. Pay attention, buddy. It's like the, the same thing, like with Shuri winning the five star and then taking the title off Utami, yeah. which is like it was the right thing to do. Exactly. You know? Which is exactly. like the right decision. Well, so I feel like when they get predictable, I don't feel like it's so much. Uh, it's the right thing. Of pre- yeah, it's not like so much uh, being predictable or right. in a boring way, but it's just like the booking is so good that you know what's going to happen. Like you exactly. can see what's going to happen. It's like a, a, a way of like a. I don't know. It's a, a way that they show that they have a good booking. Yeah. Not not. Yeah. I don't know because I feel like sometimes people say that oh no, it's like too predictable. It's not good for me. That's not always the case because it's, if it's predictable, it's because like the story has been told so well that right. you can see where it's going. Like yeah. it being predictable is not always bad. And I feel mm-hmm. like Stardom is a prime example of this because when these stories get predictable, it's because it's been told so well mm-hmm. that of course you know where it's gonna go. So right. I totally yeah. agree. Uh, you know, that's a conversation I think people don't like to have is like predictability is not a bad thing if it's mm-hmm. the right story. Like if you tell the story right, it's perfect, honestly. It's like the best form of wrestling because, you you know, you have me convinced, you have me sitting there. Um, and I think that's the that's probably the main reason, though, that people have seen Shuri's reign not as – high up as maybe i think it is and that is because like you said earlier we've barely ever thought she was gonna lose right it's like mm-hmm. she's going a year you know she's she's going she's gonna hold this thing forever um i i forget i don't think i have had many moments where i thought she might lose in this reign but mm-hmm. thankfully for and her also- she changed up her yeah, way of wrestling but, in these matches but also i don't i don't think it's only like the weight of wrestling but i think it's because we knew like the person who's gonna take the title off her is julia yeah. so if she could be having any match you're just like okay it's not gonna happen now because it's gonna yeah. be julia right. it's not gonna yeah. happen now because it's gonna be julia and with exactly. saya we don't know who who it is yeah. so you can't have like that that certainty yeah. it, you know? and that's part of the reason i'm so excited for julia to get the t- title it's because like all right 
I have no idea who's coming after Julia to win that belt. Like, I have no idea who the next World of Star champion is. So, like, three reigns now, we've been like, well, Julia's going to win the title. It's just a matter of when, right? It's kind of like the, uh, in some ways, it's kind of like AEW's booking with MJF. It's like, well, MJF's going to win the title. It's just a matter of when. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to get there eventually. But uh, Sai Kawatani versus Kyrie, a must watch, uh, 30 minute draw. Yes. Please go out of your way to check it out. The next match was Shuri defeating Tommy Hayashishida in what I'm willing to say is another classic between these two. They've had seven matches. They're all memorable in their own way. Um, and I'm even willing to go the next step. This is my second favorite match they've ever had. Oh. Yeah. That, that is really up there. Because... And the- they do so. This is when predictability does kind of it can hurt a match, right? Because with Shuri's reign, it's like, well, Shuri's winning. Like <laughs> we're not we're not changing the Dream Queen the main event a month out. But mm-hmm. I think where I love this match is we saw all of Utami's growth from this mm-hmm. year put into that match, and I'm like. This this woman's gonna be unstoppable. Like you thought her first title reign was great. Imagine when she gets that belt back, right? It's gonna be like the greatest mm-hmm. reign of all time, maybe. And that's special. Yeah. No, it's crazy to me because uh when we talk about Utami, last year you already felt like she was at her full potential. And then this year she just comes back even better and like, wait, what is the limit for this woman? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? It's like it was it was really impressive. And the thing like with Shuri versus Utami is for me, it's like one of those matches that when they announced it, it's like, okay, I know it's going to be an amazing match, but at the same time, like, why yeah. are they doing this again? Like already, yeah. you know, like it's been like sure. one year, seven matches, you know, you're like, <laughs> okay, why are they doing this again? Like, I understand it's going to be a great match, but uh, I don't know about this booking. And then right. you watch the match and you're like, okay, this is why <laughs> <laughs> they said, let's put on one more, uh, all timer between us before Shuri drops the belt, and I, you know, because yeah. these two aren't going to hold the belt for a while. So this is probably the last time we're getting this match, unless it's the Grand Prix, for a long time. You know, I don't see either of these two winning the title. Well, Utami could win the title next year. I'm sure she could probably mm-hmm. beat Julia very easily. Um, <laughs> again, that's a match that they've never done. So while we're getting that's seven the, Shuri versus yeah. Utami's, we have zero Julia versus Utami's. I think for me personally, I think that Utami versus Julia is the world climax main event. Like, no yeah, doubt about it. it. I think they're mm-hmm. going to run the biggest venue possible that they can run. Mm-hmm. And that's your main event. No matter what, it doesn't matter. I don't even, I don't even care if it's a title online. That is your mm-hmm. match. That is the biggest match they have. And yeah. it's impressive. For Julia's title ring, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, it's impressive they've kept the, them away from each other like that's not something companies can do very easily is keep your two of your top stars away from each other mm-hmm. for three years but we've gotten it and i think i think this this title match kind of more than anything just highlighted how incredible yeah we know sure he's great incredible but really how amazing utami is and how she has used what many say is a down year for her even though I think she's like top 15 in my wrestler of the year, mm-hmm. like rankings, because she's, you know, anytime she got a shot, she delivered, right? Like she had the match mm-hmm. with Saya, which, you know, the match with Saya is really upsetting to me because it should have been like the best match of the reign. 
and it wasn't even close. And I would have liked yeah. them to get another shot, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. But you know, she had that. She had the incredible Grand Prix, as did many other wrestlers. Um, and she had the match with Mayu in the IWGP Women's Tournament, which was incredible, amazing. And you know, now she had this, and it's like the moment you ask her to step up, she's gonna step up. Um, and I believe on cage match, this is ranked top ten of the year. This well, this, this match one? is top ten of the year. And I was shocked um, because this was my <laughs> this was my second favorite starter match of the weekend. Mm-hmm. I think this and Kyrie Sai were pretty tied, pretty much tied. Um, but I was shocked when someone told me that. I was like, "Really?" And not that I'm saying it was bad, but like in all of wrestling, this was top ten. I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. I mean, um, I understand. I, I definitely yeah. understand. And I understand, like, for people on cage match, giving it a high rating because, of course, it's, like, the match and people still think about that one that Meltzer gave, like, 5.5 stars, you know. So it's still something that they associate a lot. Uh, Like, I mean, it was an amazing match. They never missed together. They're, like, the prime example of wrestling soulmates. Like, they can always, like, go there. For me, they're, like, the Omega versus Okada of stardom. (laughs) So Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, so I feel like they're probably going to run it back in the future, but not in a close future. No. I feel like you're right. Like They wanted to give them the last big match before they stay away for for a long time. Mm-hmm. So it, it was a really good match. I, I don't know what, like, what to say about Shuri versus Otami anymore because it's always yeah. amazing. and I, <laughs> I'm always surprised. And I feel like this was definitely the one match in their entire rivalry that I felt that would tell me, like, show off more. Because in the other matches, of course, she was amazing. I mean, she was the champion. But Shuri was really, like, the one who you looked and said, okay, this is, like, the one. And yeah. Utami in this match, she she showed, like, no, you thought I was good before. Like, <laughs> I was not even close to how good I can be. Right. It, it felt like it was a Shuri show for those, despite Utami mm-hmm. being champion. And I think Utami, I think Shuri did a good job of kind of allowing Utami to look like, you know, the star here. And, and the fact that they, in a match that I knew Shuri was winning, they created enough drama that I was like, well, you know, Julia versus Utami is a pretty uh, juicy main event for that show. I knew <laughs> that wasn't going to happen, but it was still, it was still great to see. And, you know, she even hit the, um, BT bomb, which when Shuri kicked out, I was like, oh man, Matami's gonna yeah. need to think of a new finisher because she cannot beat this woman. <laughs> and you know, she, she kicked out of that. So that's the interesting part. But yeah, this uh ha- this match has a nine point three seven on cage match. So eighty six votes, but still very impressive. Thank you for listening to the first part of this week's double episode as I talk to Anna DeMarco, of course to discuss the incredible Stardom Gold Rush pay-per-view. But now I'm going to kick you right over to my conversation with Chris Sampsa, and you will get to hear the free version of me and him talking about the Kyrie versus Mayu Iwatani historic crossover main event. But if you want to hear all of the conversations from both chats, you got to subscribe to that Patreon, of course. But... This is the free episode. I hope you enjoyed it. There's still over one and a half hours of content I didn't get to share with you. So please make sure to go check it out on the Fight Game Media Network Patreon. But enjoy my conversation with Chris Sampson now. 
that's cool. But you know, I guess we should talk about the Kenny Omega thing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty I, suppose. I, I suppose. Yeah. So, so I, you know, I had said it on a previous show that I was doing. I don't know if it was this one when I previewed last week or something else, but I was like, it's going to be Kenny. And if it's not Kenny, it's John Moxley. Probably that was my guess. I had a hard bet on John Moxley as, as I wrote. It was a good bet. Yeah. I read it. I was like, like, okay, so I'm not crazy thinking Mox because Moxley, especially off the Umino challenge Mm -hmm. almost made too much sense, but I was like, and then they released that uh, best of seven series that they're doing in AEW yeah. with, you know, because they're crazy and out of their minds. And I was like, yeah, bringing the sports mindset into it. Good luck with that. Um, in in the I US. Saw, yes, exactly. And I saw that January, because they do have a show on January 4th, because mm-hmm. I remember when they announced that it's in uh, Seattle and Danielson's from Seattle. So everyone's Every, like, everyone started to do the, the flight math of can someone make it to both shows? And, yeah. and I'm sitting here thinking like, Wrestle Kings is a pretty big deal. And Dynamite's just a regular ass TV show. Like, what? Right. Like, why is yeah. this a question? But also, AEW's the, crazy. They want everyone on every show. So I, you know, right. Well, it was the Seattle debut, so I knew Danielson wasn't touching. Totally, That's where he's from, obviously. But I was like, and before even I saw the date, I was like, yeah, but this is Kenny. Like, and they've built this story perfectly. They mm-hmm. on AEW television, on social media, more than anything else. Yep. Um, and I was like, I feel, uh, and you know, people have always been tricky with like, oh, what is New Japan getting out of this AEW relationship? I was like, just wait, they're gonna, they're gonna get it. Yeah, they're gonna get the big one, and they got the big one. Uh, of course, you know, lights go out, Kenny pops up, crowd explodes as much as you can, you know, in Japan right now, especially without it being a cheering crowd. I was like, oh, it was like a goosebump type moment for me. I was like, this is special. This is special stuff. Uh, of course, he laid down the challenge. I thought his promo was great. And mm. I was talking with someone. I was like, the reason people love Kenny in Japan is because he took the time to learn the culture. You know, yep. he knows he did his whole promo pretty much in Japanese. I was like, that's important to them. It's huge. Yeah, and I thought everything they did to set this up was perfect. And it, and I said, as soon as it happens, like, good luck, Okada. Good luck, JY. I was like, if I mean, anyone's going to kill it, it's going to be you guys. But good luck. Jeez. <laughs> I, Chris Feels Charlton. Like Jericho and Omega. Yeah, Chris Charlton said it. He's like, your main event at the Tokyo Dome is still probably Jay White versus Kazuchika Okada. But the main event in the Tokyo Dome is Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega. And I, you know... Maybe he got a little slap on the wrist for saying that. I don't know if anyone actually yeah. listens to the English commentary on the on the Japanese side of things, but when he said that, I was like, "Yeah, no, that's pretty much it." Because yeah. that the Okada White match will be awesome, and I think yeah, it's going to surprise a lot of people with how good it is. Um, just because Jay White in the main event at Tokyo Dome, we've seen it a couple times now. I mean, the match miss. with the, with Ibushi was like yeah. one of my favorite matches of all time, and it, you're yeah. right, it just doesn't miss. These guys ain't gonna miss either. Like Osprey <laughs> no. and Omega are not gonna miss. Omega stepping back into the Tokyo Dome, stepping back into a blue ring. Oh my goodness! If you think he's not giving it his all, like they're, they're they might die. Like, <laughs> like yeah. they like Osprey. Osprey gives everything he's got, no matter what. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I was I, truthfully, I, I think I said it on Super Jcast when I was on with Joel. 
when when Damon took took some time away. I, he asked maybe or maybe it was when I was on with Damon. It was the question was what's the biggest match they could add to to get Western interest, and I was like yeah. Omega versus Osprey. Like that's that's the match. Absolutely. And like I said earlier, like I don't know that we've gotten the initial reaction that they were looking for, and some of that's just timing based and 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 whatnot. There, there's going to be a couple more steps to this story, yeah. I think, and it's that's going to be a hot match. And you're going to, I think, we're going to see some New Japan World subscriptions coming through on January third, January fourth. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I said, I, I talked to some people, and they're like, "Well, I know my match of the year already." I was like, "What?" It's hard to say no. <laughs> but, but I was just talking to someone just before we came on. Well, that's actually. scary to have that mindset too oh yeah i was talking to someone just before we came on and they were like they were like yeah but what about when they run it back at forbidden door two and i was like oh yeah that's a good point because you know tony khan's not letting this match happen in japan and he's not getting one so (laughs) you know i always thought that yeah you gotta assume and forbidden door would be a great spot for it i think and i hope that's in chicago again because Listen, it, all it are welcome. Be. It, we'll this, be is, there. this is AEW. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're AEW's taking kind of the Japanese approach to to scheduling where they kind of do yeah. things annually in, in similar places. So, uh, it's, a good, I think, it's a good plan. Here's the thing. WWE's done the same thing for years too. They've always right. they've they've kind of besides really, I guess, the pay-per-views which they move around a, a little bit more than anything else. They've always been on the same kind of annual cycle, especially mm-hmm. like in big cities like Chicago. Like there's a March show in Chicago. There's a probably a summer show in Chicago. And then we get one of the Christmas shows for WWE. And that's, mm-hmm. that's, but, and all the other cities kind of have similar stuff. So not, yeah. that's not surprising at all, but, um, but yeah, I mean, they're going to run that back in the U S so I wouldn't pencil that in as, your match of the year just yet because Osprey Omega two might be your match of the year. And it might also happen in 2023. Yeah. That that's always been my thought process. It's like, you know, Tony Khan's going to give it to them, but he's getting one for himself. He's, right? He's getting that plus probably. Yeah. I don't know what else he might. He's already had plus yet. Hiroshi Tanahashi in his AEW world title, but match. you know what he, you know what I bet he actually wants is Okada. Okada Omega. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking and, about that too. But in, did you, but in America, how, how they so Kenny Omega, I think during his promo, he said something about one more time. Yes. And when he said that, they cut to um a very brief clip of Omega and Okada. <laughs> and you know Kenny. I mean, anyone who's paid attention yeah. to Kenny for a long time knows that like those Easter eggs mean something. Oh yeah. So it's coming. I, I actually think that might be that might it's be what door. Yeah, what what what's event. happening? At, I mean, how could it not be? Right? Assuming so. Okada's champion, of course. You would think, right? Probably, I think he beats Jay. But also, you would think that they wouldn't do that match without some sort of title online. Well, the, one, it doesn't need it, but two, yeah, no. I, I do think they would do it with the title on the line. They definitely don't need it, though. That's the oh. funny thing about this match. I was like, it does, well, it doesn't he could have lost. <laughs> Oh, they could have put the title on Amino. Yeah, they could have got two matches out of it, but it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's it's fine. It so exciting stuff. Also, like I think I don't know if we were on the air or not when I said it, but the least surprising thing ever that Omega shows up on a show that's featuring you know Stardom and Joshi because that's right. such a big thing for him too. So yeah. it's it's cool to see all the wrestlers that you know are a believer in this 
the the stardom platform or the joshi platform to to all kind of get their spot here which yeah. um, even if it's so small yeah so small or a video or whatever i my bet is kenny wishes he could have appeared um but with full gear and all that you know like that obviously wasn't gonna happen but yeah he had um, a busy couple hours sure <laughs> you know just just reappearing and announcing a seven match series with the Ugh. you know god that's that'll be fun though too but i it's, i hope he's risky i hope he's strong and healthy by january 4th is kind of all i'm hoping for he looked great the other night but yeah you know well, that's that's the thing you know i was talking about with someone it's like Kenny hasn't been healthy since the first Okada match. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. This is the first time he's ever been healthy. Now, yeah, so seven match series might, you know, work him up a bit, but he has the Young Bucks there to take off the steam for him. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. So that's like, just getting the, the, getting the ring calluses back on. Exactly. So yeah. I was like, by then, now that he's going to have all these matches, you know, because he's been start stop in his return. Yeah, he'll be good to go. He'll be good to yeah. go. And like you yeah. said, they might kill each other out there. They but, might die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's going to be you know probably a forty-minute all-time classic. So I yeah, think you got to okay. they get some time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those last two yeah. matches are going long, and I'm yeah. going to enjoy every moment of it. Oh yeah, as, I'm gonna have a great as everyone should. Yeah. Um, but let's get to the main event here. The IWGP Women's Title was on the line uh, to crown the first ever champion, a tournament final, of course. As Kyrie defeated Mayu Iwatani to become the first ever champion, uh, you know enough people who listen to the show know that you know Mayu Iwatani is my favorite wrestler of all time. So I was, I was upset. <laughs> I was upset because you know I've explained this to people, and I don't know. You know, you say you don't watch Star all uh, really, but to to give my to give the whole background of why. I wanted her to win. You know, she debuted at the first stardom show. That was her in-ring debut. And she's never left, obviously. You know, she's been there for the good times, the bad times. When Kyrie left, when Io Shirai left, when, you know, in 2020, they had a tough time. You know, two of their top main eventers retired. Hanakamura passed away. She was the world champion at the time. You know, helped build them back up. So I was like, it would be really nice if she could get the accolade. But you you know in the back of my head I'm sitting there like, but who's the most known star in stardom because of what she went on to do outside of stardom and that's Kyrie so it's like, I I hoped, but I wasn't crazy like I wasn't sitting there like oh this is definitely once I I always said Mayu Tani is gonna be the first champion unless. Kyrie's fighting for that <laughs> she's gonna be the first right. champion, and that's what happened. I thought they had, it, you know, this is the biggest starter match of all time. I've, I've said that time and time again. Biggest crowd they've ever had, um, officially. They it outdid uh, a Yuzuki Akawa retirement show, which was like five thousand five hundred. Um, this was seven thousand one hundred plus. They packed the house, as you and me yeah. talked about oh, earlier. Yeah. Great house, yeah. Um, and you know, for the biggest match, they went out there. They put on a show. They did everything in their power to not only make people tune into stardom, to make this title feel as special as it could right off the bat. And I think that's very special and very important. These girls beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> like, there's no other way to say it. Like, yeah. this was the most physical match on the card. And, yep. and it's not even close. And yep. even even Osprey and Amina, like, not no question about it. Um, so... My wife and I started our honeymoon with the 2019 Royal Rumble. We, we flew to Phoenix. And 
we went to the 2019 Royal Rumble and then we flew to San Francisco and drove the coast. But so we, the Royal Rumble was a great time. I wanted to check a baseball stadium off the list. So, cause they were in Chase Field. So, and of Phoenix, course. you know, what's wrong with Phoenix in January, right? So we had a great time, but my wife is a huge Kyrie fan. That's awesome. <laughs> so she, so I, I was watching the show on a, on the big TV the other night yep. and my wife, she's working or whatever. She's on her, her computer and she sees Kyrie come out and she goes, is that Kyrie? And I was like, Oh yeah, you like her, don't you? And she's like, I love Kyrie Sane. And I was like, well, it's just Kyrie now all capitalized. Yeah. But, and she, <laughs> she, she walks out of the room, she leaves the room and she goes and gets her little Kyrie Sane coin purse that she bought that's at the awesome. Royal, at like the fan fest thing at the Royal rumble. And that's she's awesome. like, and she like sat down she's like, I want Kyrie to win. I was like, all right. I was like, I'm, I think that's where this is headed, but I don't really they got know the job done it. then. That, yeah. that story right there tells me they did everything yes. they were supposed to do with this match. Yeah. So that's, yeah, exactly it. So, and my wife, she's a, she's a, she likes wrestling. She goes to the, the big Chicago shows with me. She pays attention when I talk about it. Um, and she, you know, she, she does enjoy it. And, and we had a great time at that Royal Rumble because the Royal Rumble is a great time, but For sure. I was so I thought it was so funny that she still had that little Kyrie Sane coin purse that she probably bought for like, you know, $3 at the fan thing or whatever, yeah. just because she thinks Kyrie's just the cutest and the most fun wrestler. And then she's watching the match too. And she's like, oh my God, she's vicious. <laughs> and I was like, because you didn't see a lot of that in WWE. Right. It, you was, know I mean? it was watered down in some Yeah, ways. good wrestling, but you didn't see for the sure. back fists and the, no. you know, like, oh my God. So we were both a little taken aback by it, just in the sense of like, all right. And yeah. even, you know, me, I love, you know, hard physical wrestling, which is, you know, why I watch New Japan more than anything else. Like, I I loved this match and I had yeah. a great time with this match. And, you know, I've I've I have parachuted in for other stardom main events. None of them really hit me quite like this one. And I think Mm -hmm. maybe part of it is because I had such familiarity with Kyrie. Um, And so that's exactly it. I I mean, like that, that that's exactly it. And I think that they did the right thing, at least by having her in the match. I don't know enough about where they're headed or where you think they're headed with this title um, to know that that's the the right decision. But if nothing else, my, you know, my, my wife is the person that I imagine when someone says casual wrestling fan yeah. and like it she worked. saw Kyrie, she saw Kyrie and she was like, Oh, okay. I'm in. Yeah. So, yeah. but this match, you know, on my side of things, this match was great. I mean, great main event. I don't know. You know, I don't know where it stands in like the, you know, the lexicon of stardom main events, but this, it's up there. I'll tell you it, that. <laughs> is it? Okay. Okay. This is, if if the main event scene in Stardom is like this, then I'm watching the main event scene like Stardom because this was this was a great time and a really incredible match. Yeah, really yeah, fun it, time. It is one. I'll tell you that it is mm-hmm. like this. Um, and you know they have the history. Um, at, you know, Threedom is the EO Kyrie Mayu. That's them. Okay, that, that is the group. So seeing them put in this match, it's like. Well, you have the perfect duo. If it wasn't going to be Kyrie, it probably would have been EO if Triple H didn't have to come back. Um, uh, truthfully, yeah, that's true. That that, that, that seems like the path they were going down. Um, from what I've been told, it sounds like EO was going to go back, but mm-hmm. 
Triple mm-hmm. H, you know, had to come in and ruin the day or save the yeah. day for some people. He needed um, a need another stone for his infinity uh yeah, his infinity his, gauntlet. His crap gauntlet, yeah. He <laughs> was one of the better people. On yeah, that, she yeah, that's, that's she didn't leave true. though. That's why she shouldn't be on. It's not like she left. Right. She didn't get released, right. but you know, we'll act like she's on there. Uh she's a lot better than Karrion Cross. Anyways, you know, without ooh. a doubt. <laughs> but he yeah, you know this, he had a great time in new japan let's yeah, yeah he got bullied by minoru suzuki and then <laughs> yeah. went running to and, and left and then went running to triple h it was perfect um but yes this is this was as perfect of a main event as they could have had i think um in terms of the way they you know had the right wrestlers in there they were able i think anyone that watched this could tell the story without having to know anything if that makes yeah, sense right without a doubt. Like, mm-hmm. like they know the importance of this match and while i would have loved mayu to have it because of selfish reasons your story right there i think should tell everyone why Kyrie is holding this title you want sure. to bring in as many fans as possible not only into stardom but it it does come with new japan you know this title sure. is supposed to travel to the u.s which is very important yeah right this supposed yeah. to be for the big strong shows and Kyrie again, instant like, oh, I know who she is. Yeah. I'll go see yeah, her. Yeah. And you know, I hope your I hope your wife saw her entrance because it's like well, that's when she more, saw her. Yeah. Oh, that's when she saw her. Mm-hmm. Okay, because that's mm-hmm. far that was far bigger than anything she ever got in uh, WWE in terms of like importance. But absolutely, I, yeah. I that that I I don't think that could have been a better story. Like I'm I'm so happy you came on just for that story alone because yeah. it's like. That means it worked. It worked, yeah. <laughs> it worked for stardom, and, and where they're going, I mean, I said this match was more important than just these two wrestlers. It's an idea that, you know, stardom isn't just the sister promotion of New Japan that not a lot of people know about. Now it feels like, okay, now people can know, and now that this title is getting defended on big New Japan shows, much like Wrestle Kingdom, it's yeah. only a way to climb up that mountain i I love that the physicality kind of woke everyone Everyone up up. yeah i know it woke everyone because you know those spinning back fists and you know my taking it off the head and being like all right do it again yeah let's go it's perfect and you know she has the perfect uh elbow drop so it's like yeah you know picture perfect but that's great so awesome um it's it's crazy she puts everything into that yeah Um, yeah 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 and of course continue I was gonna say this match could hold up any any you know any pretty much any New Japan main event yeah. like this could that you it could put felt this right place yeah the, right you could put spot. this right next to it you know um, even even you know some of the best matches of all time if you look back to say Shibata and Okada like that same physicality yeah you know maybe yeah. without the headshots right but like that same Don't physicality worry, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i believe it after after watching this I match, ask, i absolutely I wish they don't it. sometimes because of shibata but yeah. yeah 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 um just i mean a phenomenal match another one of those matches that i've got penciled in on my top 10 list for sure yeah me too yeah yeah me really too. a great someone, time as someone that tries to watch as much as i do this i think i hope i hope this broke through to a lot of people and i think i think it did i think it did because you know kind of like you said with the omega stuff and i think this does have to do with it it's like the main event was so impactful too you know plus full gear it's like there was a lot going on here to register everything that happened um and now that they're going to wrestle kingdom you got like 
you got a pack card for that mm-hmm. show, right? Mm-hmm. You got a you got a you got a pack card anyways, and then you add Omega, and then you add a woman's title match for now on, where mm-hmm. if they get even fifteen minutes, they're gonna I promise you they're gonna go up there and do something yeah. like this. It's exciting. It's exciting, yeah. especially after the past couple of years where I know a lot of people are down on the cards. Even though I love Wrestle Kingdom, I'm excited no matter what. Yeah. Right? Like, same, obviously. <laughs> it's the same how I felt when I was a kid with WrestleMania. It's like, I don't care what the card is. It's WrestleMania. That's it's how WrestleMania. I feel with Wrestle Kingdom. That's kind of still how I feel about WrestleMania. Me too. Even though Me too. I'm not a WWE watcher, but like, I'm going to watch WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, I'm just well, going to do it. Cold wrestled this year. We all I, Well, that, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to watch the Royal Rumble and I'm going to watch, watch exactly. WrestleMania. And then for nine months of the year, I'm probably going to basically ignore it. You're going to completely check out. And then when it comes yep. back around, we're going to do it all over again. I'm going to do it all over again. And they're going to hope they hold on to me and they're not going to do it. Never um, do. <laughs> who, who do you think, assuming they're going to defend, Kyrie's going to defend this on Wrestle Kingdom. Who do you oh, think? Oh, it's with Tam. It's with Tam. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. That's, yeah. that was, that's the next piece, right? But so. I did think it was shocking. Did you? Because I thought Utami on that mm. stage was mm-hmm. the obvious choice. And we're getting Kyrie versus Utami, but they're saving it for their show instead. That's right. Because That's they did right. the post-match. And I was stunned. I really uh-huh. was because I think Tam's great. I think Tam's going to do really well in the spot. She's one of their main stars. But on the biggest New Japan show of the year, I was like, you probably want to put your biggest current star against okay. Kyrie, and the fact that they're willing to do it anyways but just a, a week earlier on yeah. their on their wrestle kingdom that's you know stardom dream kingdom's now their signature event of the year okay. i was a bit i was a bit stunned i was i really was but it, it'll yeah. be a good choice because these two um had a pre actually she wrestled against tam in her match back in stardom okay she, so she teamed with mayu um, to take on Tam and one of her stable mates, and it brought it brought a lot of Kyrie out really quickly. So I'm sure they'll have a great match. But I was I was legitimately shocked that they picked okay. her. All right, nice. Yeah, that'll Cause, be because I said I you know I I thought about this. I was like, you got to set a precedent here, right, with this first main event for his first title match. Mm-hmm. But you have just as much big uh, just as big shoes to fill now. With the first defense at Wrestle sure. Kingdom, especially right? especially given that it's going to be at Wrestle Kingdom, yeah, it's going to be more. It's going to be even more eyes, guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, well, especially now, it's definitely going to be more westernized with Omega, because uh, with Omega, <laughs> with, geez, that's I mean that that's huge. I mean that that's that's going to be a huge spot for them too. Can we talk about how beautiful that belt is, though? Yes, please. That's a good. Let's do that. They they nailed that belt. I mean, like, yeah. holy cow, what a what a looker. I mean, I love so, the. The V2, I mean, it, the yeah. version two um, IWGP men's heavyweight title match, title belt, but they they really did a nice job with that, with kind of paying homage to that, but also making it um, stardom with the stars. That yeah, stardom. That I jumped mean, out to oh, me. it's gorgeous. They, I mean, it's, I'm I'm not a belt guy. I like the current New Japan belt. That I do current too, IW, actually. That people people. You know, I like the U.S. I, belt too, which people don't like. Well, so the U.S. belt is the belt that people like now, but hated before. So, right. w- whatever, get over it, right? But and I can I can acquiesce that the V4 is about the most gorgeous belt I've ever seen. Oh yeah, greatest belt but of all time. <laughs> I like I do like this new um, yeah the new men's belt, but this they they whoever made it or designed it 
killed it. They just knocked it out of the park. It's a great looking belt and it really elevates, I think where, what this championship is. And I, mm-hmm. I hope that, you know, I hope that that is represented really, really well that way. Me too. Yeah, me too. Me too. I think really everything they did with the IWGP women's title was a home run. At least How to start. The- I was gonna. I didn't see any of the the actual tournament leading up to it. How how were the matches of the tournaments? Well, it was really a tale of two sides. Okay. <laughs> because on one side you had the international side. Oh, that's right. Which, yeah, yeah. Of course, was the Royal Quest match between someone no one's ever heard of, and uh, Alpha Female Jazzy Gabbert, who yeah, yeah hasn't wrestled in years. So that was a bold choice. And then you you know she went on to wrestle Kyrie, and it's like. All right, you're asking Kyrie to do a miracle here. Um, <laughs> she tried her best. She tried her yeah. best, you know. Um, but the other side was good because, you know, Mayu wrestled uh, Momo Watanabe, who, of course, oh, yeah. was in the um, big mixed tag, mm-hmm. who, you know, is the longest reigning uh, or has the most defenses of the Wonder of Stardom title, which is their second biggest title. So she has a historic place to be in that tournament. And then she wrestled with Tommy in the semifinal, which was probably the best match of the tournament until yep. obviously until this, this one, which yeah. was, you know, this one killed it in every, <laughs> yeah, this was, this was the best match. One of the best matches of the year for stardom, let alone. Uh, I mean, I, if people get a, if people get a hold of it, I think people will. Yeah. It's going to land yeah, I mean, on a lot of, a lot of lists. I don't, I don't go through cage match much because, you know, people are ridiculous on there, but it did get a respect. <laughs> Especially now. Rating. Oh, I know. Um, but it did get a respectable, you know, 9.28. So it's like, okay, That's I'm not good. crazy. I'm not crazy that I appreciate it this much because, you know, I'm the stardom homer. So I'm not I'm yeah. appreciate pretty much anything they do. But I like to grasp everyone. And, like, it's 126 votes. So it's not like it's, you know, 10. <laughs> for yeah. Sure. Oh, that's yeah. That's plenty. That's plenty yeah. to go off of. Curious yeah. what so, I'm. I'm curious what you know, like what Dave ends up going on on something like that, or I or even do. some of my pals at, at Voice of Wrestling that I I pay attention to their star ratings. I I I'll check in with them. But yeah. yeah, I mean it's up there. It's top right now on Cage Match. It's number eleven. That's uh, pretty good. For twenty for twenty twenty two. That's pretty good. It's it is though the second highest Stardom match. Wait. Um, we try to guess the first one. Yeah, yeah, please. Is it's it, pretty recent. Julia and Tam. No. Oh wait a minute! It's recent. It does only have eighty eighty one votes. I mean, like three days ago, recent. Oh, Shuri and Utami again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Was that is that up yeah, there? They, yeah. So I mean, I know the first one exploded last year. Thank, yeah, thank you. That's thank you, that's Nelson. probably the last Stardom match I watched, truthfully. Yeah. So, um, I thought it was their second best outing, which they've had a lot now. That this is their seventh match. Okay. Um, so I thought it was either their second. I could honestly, because there was a finish this time, I could see a little be. Yeah, I've heard first. that's a. I've heard that's an issue. That's a hit or miss for a lot of people. Um, but yeah. I think yeah, I think that could be the first or second in their rivalry easily. Um, okay. Yeah, but I'll I didn't think out. it would be that high. I thought because I actually preferred this. Okay. The IWGP still yeah. because I I just thought the emotion, the stakes rose yeah. it a little bit. But yeah, yeah, you know, maybe that's just my again selfishness towards Mayu and company. But that's good sure. to hear you know, that it's sure. that high. I like you know being eleventh. It'd be top ten for me, but sure, eleventh yeah, yeah. for the universal voting yeah that's it's fine right did you i guess 
let me ask on a, on a big stage on a, or a, kind of a bigger question. Did this show feel huge and big to you as a stardom um, homer or stardom believer? Yes, absolutely. Okay. It, it okay. felt as like, cause I knew they'd go into it feeling it's that big. Mm-hmm. Um, I know on the new Japan side, like, I don't know. I don't know if it really felt that big. Cause you know, you guys have big shows all the time. It's like another yeah. day in the, you know, another day in the ballpark. Um, you know, you're going to pick up your glove. You're going to play catch and it's good. <laughs> it's the same thing. Right. Mm-hmm. But for starting, it was definitely felt major because okay. the IW, I think the IWGP title without that, it would have been like, all right, this is cool. Yeah. But because they added that prestigious IWGP to them in a lot mm-hmm. of ways, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. they care. Now I am fully invested without that. Mm-hmm. It would have been like, all right, this is a show, you know? Yeah, cool. Kind of, kind of like the Noah, kind of like the Noah show that they that right. happened earlier exactly. in the year, right? Yeah. Do which you they call wish... Wrestle Kingdom? Which yeah, whatever. Um, Wrestle Kingdom, <laughs> not in the Tokyo Dome. Um, okay. <laughs> Do you wish that they would have booked more Stardom title matches, like yes. to int- to introduce people to kind of the structure of the the company? I do, because that's what I... that's what that's what I feel was missing from the Stardom side. I would have put one more title match at least. Yeah. Even if it wasn't the world. Yeah. I wouldn't have put the world because you're doing the IWGP. You don't want, match. yeah. You don't want to clash. You don't want to play that, that right? game. Uh-huh. Um, Cause that's going to be a game should... they have to play anyway. Yes. And if the long, <laughs> the amount of time you can avoid the game, the better. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Per- personally. Cause I know they kind of want to try to keep them separate, which, yeah. you know, makes sense. But I would have put the wonder, or I think the high speed because high speed is the as one I, I keep say, hearing about. Yeah, yeah. As I say to people, the high speed is like the main thing, completely different. Yeah, from New Japan. Like, yes, the way the styles are different, but in terms of matches, like, yeah, it, New Japan doesn't have high speed. Well, they they're have the try- TV. They're kind of they're kind of trying is- to. Aren't they kind of right. trying to mimic it? I think they with are, the TV? which is smart. Yeah. I think it'll be uh-huh. very Seems creative. Cool. I, I love the tournament that they did, yeah. the mini tournament. I thought it had a lot of it, – it It makes a lot of wrestlers be more creative in some yeah. ways because it's like, don't get me wrong. If you can book out a 40-minute match, you're you're incredibly creative. Yeah. But, being, yeah, yeah. but shrinking it down and how do we make this work in 15, it's like a whole yeah. different challenge. And, uh, yeah, I, I would have put a high-speed title match on here just be like, hey, this is stardom. Right, and right. this is this is the difference. But you know, I I also wish you know I I got Naito out of a T-shirt. But yeah, <laughs> what what else did I expect? <laughs> yeah, well, you can't have it all, okay? <laughs> no, I know, I know. But for a first effort as a show in between these two companies, thought they knocked it out of the park overall. Oh, yeah. Knocked it out of the park overall. I mean, it feels like a show you can do once a year, no problem, yeah. and play with it right like see how you can do it i've also thought about if they don't do title matches you can do um okada and utami versus like tanahashi and mayu because like that's the best comparison i have okay um you know my really big like like a really big mixed tag yeah like top stars of each company yeah teaming like very simple or of course you can just keep going back to the titles too that's not a bad thing yeah, which do you they think they could? Of. Do you think they could run something like this in the U.S. and and draw pretty? Uh, let's say, could they draw ten thousand? I think they could. 
I think yeah. they could. You just in a big be, city, right? You gotta you gotta make the card a little more stacked, though. At that point, you that probably makes... need to do all all the titles. Yeah, I think I think you gotta get an IWGP World probably on there to make sure. Yeah, in your Which they don't event. do very have, frequently in the U.S. No, have that be your main event, uh-huh. and then maybe IWGP Women's Wonder. Yeah. Yep. Keep, again, keep the world of stardom out of there if you want. Doesn't really okay. matter. You can put it in out um, because I think the IWGP Women's is going to create enough prestige that that can be your world title match. Okay. For the stardom side, but equal but different. Yeah, and I'm sure you know if they're coming to the U.S., they'll play a little with the AEW and you know. Well, that's yeah, if, that's true. Yeah. If they're there, like I. Try to keep John Moxley off a wrestling card. Like it's gonna be tough. Um, that's that's kind of how I look at it. Is like try yeah. to keep Eddie Kingston out. Like it's not gonna work. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that's how I. That's how. Like they did that. Um, the Rumble on Forty Fourth Street Mystery Show, and I was like, Yeah, of course Mox is here. Why wouldn't he be here? <laughs> well, you can't announce him, but you can have him. Exactly, but yeah, yeah I think it could work. You just, uh-huh. I think. Maybe yeah. a year or two down the line, though. Yeah, I mean, it does seem like it does seem like that's part of the the plan, you know. Right, like they want they want to for strong and to to grow stardom in the, in the U.S. and to introduce stardom to the U.S. too. So it's a good idea. And you can um, if you if you want to, you can have the U.S. women's wrestlers jump into. I'm sure. Well, I guess that's yeah, exactly. There's a lot of long-standing old relationships there too, right? Like. Yeah. 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 Like Tony Storm's a former yeah. World of Stardom champion. She would make yeah. sense as a challenger. Um the fun That'd be cool. The fun running joke of Sasha Banks. <laughs> I mean that's a that it's everywhere. It's it's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. I'm not gonna believe it until she actually steps out of WWE. It'd be pretty cool though. It would be awesome. Uh, that, my 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 one dream match is Mayu and Sasha, but that'd yeah. be pretty cool. I don't know. That, that would be, be cool. That'd know. be huge for them if they could get Sasha. Oh, Banks. That I mean, goes without saying. I mean, Sasha versus Kyrie's like that's gigantic. For I, you know, knowing the the little bit that I know about Sasha, and I don't want to talk too much about her because I don't need that smoke. But um, Sasha bots. They're, they're as far terrifying. as I, everything I've ever seen is that she loves like high end wrestling. Yeah. So, well, that's that, why I'm like, I don't think it's all, that out of the question. Yeah. Well, that, that's the funny joke. It's like, oh, maybe she don't want to wrestle anymore. I was like, have you ever heard her speak ever? Speak about wrestling, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like this is her up. one love. Like, this is yeah. all she cares about. It's like, I think she'll come back. But, uh, yeah, well, Chris, thank you for coming. Like, if you were – I'm not going to ask you to write the show. No, we don't do that here. But, like, thumbs up, thumbs down. Do you think they should do more? Oh, absolutely. I think this is great. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. do you think – well, they're definitely going to do more with that crowd number. That was what number three for Japan, uh, New Japan this year. That I sounds. Right. I don't. I don't have a, a I know Tokyo sort- sortable list, but yeah, it's it's definitely in the top five. Um, I, th- I know Night One killed it, obviously yeah. of Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, but that's was still, it Dominion still, or the G One final. They're all kind of in the same range. Yeah, which is um, still impressive, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was the correct size building for a seven thousand person um, yeah. event. So, yeah. you know, I I do hope I want to see this in a in a classic venue too, though. I want to see this in Budokan or uh, Sumo Hall. I think that well, would be start and run Sumo Hall. So right. No reason yeah, not yeah, yeah. To do it. <laughs> right. And but if you jam pack Sumo Hall with a real cheering crowd. 
that'd yeah. be real that'd be a really great time because sumo that's, hall when it's when it's hot and and loud oh there's no better venue that's the fun game i play it's i always say like well you know all these are first but then there's going to be the first of having crowds yeah 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 <laughs> like having right? crowds that can cheer and be you know be yeah. raucous yeah mm-hmm. but yeah different. absolutely and i i think I, I think that we're going to see – I think we are going to see a lot more of this. I don't know if we're going to see, quote-unquote, historic crossover, but right. I think I, they're going to they're gonna do some crossing over, and I think I, that there's some pretty major investment to, to do so. Yeah. I always made the joke that how uh, – you know, Bush, uh, not Bush, Cyberfight does their like mixed in wrestling mm-hmm. festival with all their companies. I was like, well, Bush Road has the top two Japanese companies. They should probably do their own. They should probably <laughs> and do then that. They did yeah. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it makes too much sense, I think. The top two uh, companies in attendance, you know. You might, yeah. you might want to just go with it. But Chris, thank you so much for coming on. Of course, you know. I always give people, even though, you know, I'm sure a lot of people listening know where to find Chris Samsa. I'll still, you know, where, where should people go find Chris Samsa? Best place to find me is Twitter at the Chris Samsa. Um, and then, yeah. yeah, I'm around. Yeah, exactly. Who knows? Anywhere I go, I will add the in front of my name because now I think people have it's heard it enough off. times that yeah. it's, it's my, it's my moniker, but otherwise um, during major events, or major tournaments i do uh do a lot of posting and voicing voices of wrestling and or sport of pro wrestling.com uh later right after tag league i'll probably have my annual post that has all of uh new japan statistics for this year in a sortable form for you all to go play with so check out sport of pro wrestling.com in the future and yeah Thank you for having me. This was an awesome time. I love learning a little bit about stardom from you, someone who clearly knows, you know, everything there is to know about uh, about the company, and and to give me a little more insight about the show that that I I just watched and, and enjoyed. So thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you. Hey, I feel the same way when you know talking to you about New Japan because I watch New Japan, but I don't know nearly as much. So you know, it's a it's a learning game that we get to play here, and that was a lot of fun. So thank you for coming on. I you know I was trying to I always do this when I come on to shows with people. I'm like, yeah, I'll hold them to an hour, and then you know, yeah, I I. I will. I will admit, I'm a talker. Um, so any show I'm on, I know is going to go longer yep. than your average. <laughs> Good. So, I'm happy for it. That's yeah. why I told Garrett we're doing two this week. There you go. I'm doing nice. two different episodes. Sweet. Perfect. Cool, uh, thank you. Thank you, Chris. Everyone, uh, make sure to check out uh, the second episode this week, which will be the traditional episode uh, where I talk about you know Stardom's other pay per view that they just had because you know they had to double up this week they're also doing tag league so we'll talk a little bit about that as well uh for chris i'm scott thank you and have a good one everyone this is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working the hvac is humming and his facility shines with Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.